my body starts floating up, right? Mm-hmm. Body starts floating up. And then after that, I look over to my left. And when I look over to my left, it's like a lot of blue souls. Mm-hmm. Like that's under me that's going up too. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to season two of the More Purpose Podcast. Where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And today we are doing a Q&A. We ain't really do a Q&A for the first season. And a lot of people want us to have that Q&A so they can actually get to know who me and Marlon are, what we do, and what made us even start the podcast in the first place. Yeah. So that's what we'll be tapping into today. We did a questionnaire on Instagram for people to actually ask questions live and be able to have the questions pop up on a YouTube video whenever we drop the YouTube. But that's what we're doing today. So go ahead and sit back. Yes, sir. Lock in. Relax. About to have a regular conversation. Feel like y'all at home. Facts. Y'all coming to our lives right now. So we just... We acting normal, you know what I'm saying? You about to get the real us. So let's get right into it. First question. This is for you. What made you get into the pod life or what made you start your podcast? And what tips do you have for people trying to start a podcast? Well, what made me start a podcast was... Do I want to go into the dream? Like, Yeah, you can. Go ahead. So one, before I had a podcast before anything happened, I had a, um, a dream, right? I had a divine encounter with God. So in the dream, I'm laying down, sleeping in my bed. And if y'all know, if y'all watch Marvel movies, y'all already know how Dr. Strange is, where he, you can see like his, um, basically, like, he, he had like his spirit, his spirit, like yeah. his spirit body can came out, come out of him and he can look mm-hmm. at his body and look, look at everything that's going on in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. So picture, basically, my body is watching myself sleep. I'm floating in like the roof of my room and I'm looking down, watching myself sleep. And while I'm looking down, it starts raining lightning outside. So while I was raining and lightning outside, it was like the house disappeared, and then I was right outside in the dark, and there's just thunder and lightning outside. So during the dream, God is like giving me specific instructions in the dream, and I got mad in the dream because I, bro, I couldn't wake up. Like <laughs> I'm trying to wake up and text up, bro. I'm trying to wake up and text Ma. I'm gonna need everybody yeah. like, yo, this is what God's saying to me right now, uh-huh. so on and so forth. And I couldn't wake up, mm-hmm. but while in the dream, like it was like a light shining on me, right? Yeah. And then my body started getting lifted up. But while my in the dream, while I feel my body getting lifted up in the dream, right, my real body like that sleep, yeah. I feel my heart slowing down. I'm like, hold, oh, on. Nah, hold on, hold on. So I was like, hold on, like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, am I am I about to get out of here? Not you. So I see my, my body starts floating up, right? Mm-hmm. Body starts floating up, and then after that, I look over to my left, and when I look over to my left, it's like a lot of blue souls, mm-hmm. like that's under me that's going up too. Mm-hmm. So then after that, the dream ended. I woke up. I didn't remember. I didn't even remember the dream when I woke up. I only remember it because someone else texted me that day and said, hey, I had a dream about this. I said, hold on. It was confirmation? I had a dream about this. Oh, now he hit you with a double whim. Yeah. So then after that, I started praying about it, asking uh, like asking my mom, dad, my aunt. Everybody I know that's spiritual. That's really tapped in with God. Mm-hmm. I asked them. I was like, hey, what do y'all think this dream meant? Yeah. Because I think it means this, this, and this. So then came back that later that day, the next day, and later on that throughout that week, I started getting a whole bunch of confirmations of what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So then- my aunt Bonita, she have, she was like, uh, you're gonna God was basically saying that you're gonna be an ambassador for Christ. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be an ambassador that wins a whole bunch of souls. Yeah. And it's time for you to start acting on it now. Like actually put your foot down and walk walk into it. Mm-hmm. And then Ma had said, I told her I was like, I didn't remember I didn't remember the uh, instructions that he yeah. said because of the dream. I waited so long to remember the dream, I forgot exactly what God was saying to mm-hmm. me. She said, You'll know once you start doing what he told you to Goodness. do. Goodness. So then dad said the same thing. And when I for some reason, out of nowhere, we chilling in the living room. That's how the urge. I was like, bro, I'm about to start a Bible study group chat. So oh, then yeah. started a Bible study group chat. And we had got like 50 people that that day 
into the group chat that wanted to like learn more about Christ. I want to build their walk with faith and everything, and really wanted to tap in with learning more about Jesus mm-hmm. and like why we believe in God and everything. So then after that, the feedback from that was happening so fast. I, then I got like it was basically like another dream where I seen myself speaking on a podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, matter of yeah, fact, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I want to I want to start a podcast. Yeah. But just mind y'all, this is during the time where. My prime fear of public speaking is happening. So it's like a, I know God called me to do it because it's more like a- Uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable, but yeah. it feels like I'm, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. It was peace. Yeah, it was like a peace with the decision. Yeah, that's it, was how like, it speaks to you though. Yeah. So it's like, it felt like God was like, you're going to go ahead and use your voice to mm-hmm. speak. Because everybody always, matter of fact, no, that's how, that's how I can start off. Somebody on Instagram, because yeah. I do my the little morning motivation videos mm-hmm. on Instagram. Somebody on Instagram was like, hey, you should do a podcast. Yeah. Right after I had a dream and everything, mm-hmm. and I started thinking about it, I was like, "Yeah," but it was like, "I love your morning videos. You motivate me every mm-hmm. single morning. You y'all should do a podcast." Yeah, and I was like, "Bet." Prayed on that joint, and I was like, "Maybe we will start a podcast. Just see and test it out." Yeah, test it out. I was like, "All right, but I'm gonna start a podcast." But now I was like, "Marl, I want you to be on the podcast with me." Hey boy, because <laughs> I know me, I was like, my strength is not really speak like yeah. public speaking and everything, and I want people to be able to understand everything that we're talking about and not be able to like. Take it the wrong way or misconstrue mm-hmm. it and everything. So I was like, Marlon, you need to be on the podcast. Marlon looked at me like, I was like, Nah, I ain't really trying to. Like, that's you. That's your vision. God calling you to do that. But then He told me, and then I had my little vision yeah. in, the, uh, in the shower. <laughs> and then God told me in the shower, He was like, um, Serve your brother's vision. And I knew what that meant from that point on because I really didn't want to do the podcast. I like to be behind the scenes and stuff like that. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And it was it, all God. Nah, facts. So God gave me that dream. Started Bob said the group chat, which led to us doing the podcast. Because people in the group chat was also saying, we want to hear like y'all voices and everything, mm-hmm. y'all mindsets on these different topics and stuff. Yeah. So then we did that, and we got the name from me just realizing like it's always more purpose. It's always more to the situation. It's mm-hmm. always more to what we think that we our purpose is. Yeah. So I felt, I was like, well, my purpose right now is photography. This is and that. It was more than but that. it's like it's more than that. Yeah. It's it's more to it. It's more it's more souls that can be saved. It's more different areas for you to tap into and you can't tap into it with just photography mm-hmm. you tapping in tap into it with your voice yeah and the way to amplify that is going to be through social media and just through this podcast that's crazy how it actually happened and now we're reaching millions of people that james od yeah, nah now we're here that james bro that james crazy but that's how we started and then tips for the podcast is preferable bro just just start like facts we didn't really have like a game plan for it it was just more like a all right marlon i'm gonna go i'm just buy all the equipment like mm-hmm. i know i know we not i know we won't gonna start until i bought the equipment so, Not fast. We would have been lollygagging. Yeah. So if I ain't buy the equipment, we won't we won't go start. But it was just one day I was like, bro, I'm just gonna buy this equipment, even if we don't use it right now. It's gonna be in our face to like constantly mm-hmm. remind us, be like, all right, go ahead and set this stuff up. And once we set everything up, there was no excuse after that. Yeah. I already got the cameras and my boy Ryan and Ryan, they came in here, started helping us out. They already had like the audio gear, the mindset, mm-hmm. the the setup and game plan to help us out with the podcast to make it as clean as possible. Yeah. So it just flowed from there. And after that, we did like a couple trial runs with the mics and make sure everything was good. And then we filmed the first episode with all our friends. And that was that was yeah, a that fun was, episode. That was, that was a fun day. That was yeah. dope. That was, that was a tough day. That was a tough day. But really just start and don't be afraid to actually like practice speaking and everything with the podcast mics. So we was in here mm-hmm. like rapping, freestyling, yeah. just talking. Like having a regular conversation? I remember the first day I came over here, yeah. I put the headset on and I was just over there talking. Like, and we wasn't recording anything. So. Bro, just on the just on the <laughs> bro, literally just on the mics. Yeah. Not even recording, just talking. Just listening to how the mic sound and everything. Yeah. And getting used to it and getting comfortable with it. Cause right now, I'm sweating right now talking to y'all. <laughs> but it's like a I know that I'm called to be doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
But just start, buy whatever equipment that's in your budget, whatever you can afford, whatever you feel like will be the best thing for you to use. And Can I add to that, though? Go ahead. So what I know firsthand also is like, especially like, I'm not going to say talk from the podcast side, but in content creation and stuff in general, I think the major key is to just be consistent. Like, right. it's really no secret formula or anything like that. The people that blow up the most is the people you always see on your page, like the people that's always in your face. So post your stuff as much as you can. So if you're going to start that podcast, keep posting so you're in people's faces. Some people might unfollow you because they're sick of seeing your stuff, but the people that it's supposed to reach, it will reach. Big facts. And everybody not called to you, so yeah, facts. like you said. Like, yeah. Don't get mad about different people that may unfollow you or different people you thought was friends that may unfollow mm -hmm. you. Whatever you feel like is your purpose, whatever you feel like is something that you're very passionate about, do that and stick to it. Yeah. Next question. Hold on. Next question. Go ahead and tap into the pad. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Oh, Lord, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> what was your perspective of who God is when you were growing up in church versus now? Mind y'all, we were pastor kids. But go ahead. Okay, so growing up in church, I would say um, I always believed God was real, but you know you don't really have a clear like description of actually who God is until he actually moves in your life. So I guess when I was a kid, I would think God only operates in heaven. You, know, mm. you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm thinking like God is in heaven, but then when I actually started to like learn more about him and stuff like that, I realized like, God is here. He's like he's he's everywhere. He's with me through everything. And that's where I actually started like opening up to God and realizing like he's a he's a living God. He's not a God that came and just like was, but he like he is. Yeah. So that was that's my new perception. Like God is everywhere. He's in everything. You can literally go outside, look around. God is in everything. So that's my new perception on that. What about you? Yeah. Same thing, like beforehand. Well, growing up in church, it was more like a God's only in church type thing. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that was that would be the only time that I would be like, oh yeah, church. I'm going, yeah, going. the only time that I would see God was in church before I went to bed and before I ate. Mm -hmm. Now it's more like, <laughs> a, like you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's the only time yeah, I'm yeah. praying and everything. Now, now let me down. Yeah, exactly. Speak. The go to prayer and God is great. God is good. God is great. God is good. You know what I'm saying my prayer. Exactly. <laughs> so, but now it's more like a like Marlon said. Like I see God in every situation, mm -hmm. every single thing that happens in my day to life. I look at it from a God perspective as far as like God's hands on this, God mm -hmm. have your way, God where you want me to go, what yeah. steps you need me to take, so on and so forth. Or just in the spiritual aspect in general, knowing the devil was trying to throw whatever to throw us off track to keep us away from doing yeah. our relationship with God. So it's like now I my attitude towards different stuff is way different now versus back then because now I know some things are just more spiritual spiritually than they are in just the physical. Yeah, and my my perception also changed. Like knowing, like you said, we was only incorporating God in like church and like about to eat, about mm -hmm. to sleep. But now my perception has changed. Is where like I got it in my head. It's like I look at it. Um, you know how when you wake up in the morning, you automatically think to brush your teeth. It's muscle memory. I know I can't leave the house without brushing my teeth. And that's the same way I look at God. It's like, I know I can't leave uh, the house without God. Like, I'm going to need him for whatever I'm about to face when I walk out this door. You don't know what you're about to encounter. So that's how I really look at it. It's like, it's a daily need. It's like oxygen. It's like water. So Facts. It has to be a non-negotiable. Facts. And it has to be second nature for like, that's, that's what I'm trying to build now. I'm trying to build to the point where... My time with God is second nature. Like it happens without me even have to think about it. Yeah. Like to the point where I wake up, I automatically open my Bible out. Facts. My Bible. Like this morning, I woke up, 
Well, straight to Exodus. <laughs> hey, and the thing about that, like with the reading and stuff like that, because people think being a Christian is just like, oh my gosh, like I'm so into the Bible. I'm like, I'm ready to read. I'm ready to pray. You're going to have days where you don't want to read. You're going to have days where you don't want to pray. I don't like but reading. It's, it's, exactly. <laughs> but you really, I'm, we're not saying it in that way, but it's days like being human, you got to push through because most of your answers will be in that Bible. Most of your answers are going to be in that prayer when you're praying to God and he'll reveal stuff to you. So like we uh, always use the gym analogy. Like, it's days where you don't want to go to the gym and work out, but how are you going to see results if you don't go when you don't feel like it? Like, And so. they say, if you miss twice, you done. You done killed it. <laughs> exactly. You miss twice, go ahead and say goodbye to that habit. Fact. So you got to push through. Yeah. Yeah. You have a question? Or you want me to go again? Uh, yeah. Okay. What keeps you motivated? I See, look, this question, though... I have like a thousand things that keep me motivated. Okay, like, what's just yours? Your answer. I'll answer after you too, bro. If I have like a million, I, I can name like I can name like three different. Your top one, bro. My top one. Whatever, like God's purposes for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like figuring that out is my biggest motivation because it's more like a. I know I'm. I know he showed me the dream, so mm -hmm. he showed me the promise. He showed me like where, like what I'm supposed to be doing. That's supposed yeah. to be saving souls and winning to Christ. At a higher level than yeah. most people can really do in a way, I guess. But with that, it's still more like a what's my full on purpose, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, I know that right now, it's through the podcast, it's through speaking. It's a platform. Yeah, it's a platform. It's exactly, 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 yeah. Right now it's the platform, but later on it might be something else. Mm -hmm. So it's more like a what will the platform lead us to Yeah. in a way. And he going to reveal that for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that, that and our family. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say, and family. Mine would probably be, like he said, like, knowing I have a purpose, like, knowing basically I have an assignment from God. So that really motivates me because I realize, like, it's other lives in the balance. So it's like, if I don't lock in, somebody's life may be in jeopardy. So that's really motivating, knowing, like, you have a purpose and you have a calling in life. And everybody has one. Everyone has a unique calling and it's for other people. So that motivates me every day, knowing I'm going to use my gifts and my talents to help and serve others. And then also my family, the sacrifices they made and the things they've done for us is something I really want to be able to repay them. And you can't repay your parents if you don't work hard. So that's one of my that's biggest facts. things. I think about that every day. Like, I want to repay my parents. No, facts. Yeah. Promise you I'm going to pay them in full. Facts. <laughs> yeah. But I like this question. It says, y'all ever feel like y'all missed out on a lot of stuff because of growing up in church? I say no. I think our parents had a... Uh, we had a good, good balance. balance. Some yeah, good other balance. other people that may be in church, their parents may be a little different. We didn't miss out on anything. Our parents, they taught us God. They taught us scriptures. And discernment. And discernment. And they ta always told us, hear the voice of God. So, yes, you can go to that party, but no, God is always watching. And he can attest. Like, we used to be able to hang with our friends and do certain things, but they trusted us to know God's voice. They trusted us to do the right thing. And I applaud them for that because you got to think about it like this. Um you can't protect a child the whole way. You can only nice. protect them to a certain point. It's like once they get to high school, it's like, hey, they yeah, about to start they exposed. Yeah, they're exposed to a whole lot. They can't control. So it. you might as well show them you can trust them now, rather than just covering them their whole life. And yeah, then they got to be sneaky, sneaky yeah. on the back end. So I'm glad we didn't have to go through that. We was able to be transparent and honest with our parents. Yeah, honestly, a lot of the stuff that they told us no to, I actually thank them for that now Fact. because back then you just want to have fun with your friends, you just want to go hang out, so on and so forth. But in reality, your parents is really protecting you yeah. in a way from being exposed to certain things too early or just keep you out of harm's way because you could be at the wrong place at the wrong time just because you went, wanted to go hang out with your friends. Facts. 
and you know, and all friends are not gonna be doing the same thing that you do or think the same way you think. Mm-hmm. And also, they trusted us with the like with discernment to know like I can't tell you how many times me and my mom will be at a party and be like, yo, I look at him one time, he look at me and be like, yeah, it's gonna wrap this time to go. It's gonna get out of there. <laughs> it's like shooting and fighting. Hey, look, see yo, meet me at the car. We yeah, out. Bro, every, every time, yeah, I know what time it is, bro, because it's like a. Yeah, the vibe off now. Yeah, like, and we don't even do that no more. Like that was when we was in. We're speaking from high school days. Like we don't, we don't be in that scene no more. Like, but yeah, back in the day, I think our parents they trusted us, but to the things they said no to is because they knew more than we did at the time yeah. how the devil operated. So at the time, we was a little ignorant to how the devil operated and how he can use anything. So you may look at it like we just having fun, we just hang with yeah. our friends, but. Something quick can happen. Something quick mm-hmm. that you could have uh, been protected from. So, yeah, I appreciate them also for the nose. Big facts. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. This one says, what has God revealed to you about yourself that you now love during your walk with him? That's a good question. What has God revealed to you about yourself that you now love during your walk with him? That I now love. It's a deep one. That I now love. So does that mean I didn't like it at first, or that's just more like? A I like it's something you just may not have been aware. I ain't, of. I, y'all want aware of it? Like it could be a gift or anything. Like something you love about yourself that God revealed to you, like as you like started walking with Him. As I started walking with Him, my dreams. He speaks to you through dreams. Yeah, my yeah, dreams. That's, yeah. So like knowing that God speaks to like. Basically, yeah, yeah. you went for yeah. Since since it's been confirmed so many times now that that's how God speaks to me the most, it's like a different type of reassurance that it's like it's like it's like an excitement now before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, God, what you gonna show me next? Speak to me, yeah. (laughs) So every night before I go to bed, I ask God to speak to me, speak to me through a dream, a vision, whatever. Mm -hmm. However you want to speak to me, but majority of time it's through dreams, and every time they be on point. I promise y'all, I promise y'all to be on point every time. But I think dreams is like where. I'd be like, yeah, guy, you, you that dude. Mine is probably, um, I would probably say now, um, I wasn't really a big reader in high school, and I always got good grades and stuff like that, but I never knew how um, gifted my mind actually was. Like when I say my mind, meaning like when I could read the Bible, I can understand it rather than just reading a mm-hmm. regular book. So I think I've loved the revelation that God grants me through reading, the revelation he grants me like through just praying and like, just reading his word every day. I feel like I get a new perspective. Uh, I learn something new about God each day. And I get a new analogy each day. Like just something small, like you could just look at in the regular world. Yeah, and then God is speaking. It's be like, dang, like that's God. Like that's, it's just so crazy. I I love that. Like it's like a light bulb goes off in your head. It's like, dang. Let me tell you something. Marlon will come up in the morning, text the group chat and be like, hey, yo. <laughs> Bible said, send what verse? And we read a verse and be like, it's hard. And then he'll explain it and be like, no, bro, look at it this way. Yeah. And we be like, oh. <laughs> nah, God be working. And when I pray and when I read, I be asking God, like, just give me give me the revelation, like, and allow me not to lean to my own understanding, reading your word, mm-hmm. but, like, grant me, like, allow your spirit to lead me to know exactly what you mean. And I, I really think that's one of my gifts, like, words of wisdom. I feel like he's just instilling that in me so I can speak it out. Yeah, nah, most definitely, my boy. That was good. Yeah, that was a good question. And what season did you feel God tugging on you the hardest to completely follow him? Uh, mine was definitely um, during COVID 2020. Um, in college, I was in Jersey. I was away from my family. 
couldn't depend on my my family and not not in that type of way. It was just a matter of I could depend on them, but it was my first try at adulthood. So I didn't want to depend on them. I just turned 18. I didn't want to make it seem like I was still a little kid. I wanted to figure it out on my own. So in figuring out on my own, I realized I couldn't figure it out on my own. So that's when I really locked in, locked in with God because I realized he was the only answer to my problem. And I feel like a lot of people can really attest, like during COVID, like it was a lot of people that came to Christ. A lot of people that Facts. knew Christ that kind of fell off. They came back to Christ. I feel like that was just a wake up call because you couldn't go to church. And like we said, we've been in church all our lives. So not being being able to go to church and being away from the actual church building makes you put into perspective, like if your faith is really real or if it's fraudulent, like I've said before. Right. And I realized like at that point when I was in school, like my faith was kind of fake. Like, not that I didn't believe in God, but it was like small stuff. I'm like, now that I'm not in church, I'm not praying, mm -hmm. I'm not reading. So it was like, I don't want to say this, but it's kind of like we was idolizing the building. Yeah. Idolizing the church building mm -hmm. and not really worshiping God, like truly you for who he is. Cause worship yeah. is like, you can do it in your car, you can do it in your dorm room. It's like, it's everywhere. Yeah. So that's why I truly formed a real relationship with God. And that really set my foundation to where I am now. And that was only two years ago, about to be three. And I thank God I really had that moment. Nah, hey boy. Yeah. Nah, when he went to college, I, I was a little heartbroken. I was like, dang, first time I've been separated from this. Nah, person. that was crazy. So we was away from each other. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave that for you. I'm going to leave that for you. Well, you got another, you got another one? I got another one for you. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, this one says, what motivates the both of y'all to keep going when things get tough? I feel like the promise. So Marlon sent me a video, and I forgot to do name. What's his name? With the promise. Oh, John, John Brevere. All right, yeah. so yeah, there you go. Y'all looked that video up. Yeah, fact. But in the video, he was basically talking about the promise, the process, and the promotion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like ever since I heard that, it's been always like a light bulb in my head every single time somebody asks that type of question because it's like, Dang, God already promised me a lot. Yeah, and it's like I'm not I'm going. I'm not. I don't keep seeing these things mm -hmm. for no reason. It's like a constant reassurance. So I feel like that's what keeps me motivated. Knowing what God promised me, knowing where the knowing the angle of where He wants me to be at, mm -hmm. but not knowing how the process is going to go. But that's where you enjoy the process. That's where you have to trust God. That's where your faith grows. That's where your endurance becomes Thanks. stronger, and so on and so forth, to where you're actually ready for the actual promotion mm -hmm. when that time comes. That's right. So I feel like that. The promise, like knowing what the promise is and knowing that it's going to come on God's time, it's like a constant motivation. And knowing that you just want more for yourself and your family, like, I know God is going to lead me in the right path every single time, but mm -hmm. I just got to trust in Him and actually follow His every word. And I doubt that He's going to make the things happen that He's shown me. That he's shown me. Mm -hmm. um, mine, I agree with Him, and that's mine too. Uh, I also think um, just knowing that He's with me in every situation, that's kind of like my motivation. And I know in Romans it says all things work together for the good that love Jesus. So that means like the good and the bad, it, it has to work together. You're not going to just get, just because you follow God, you're not going to just have good days. You're not going to just, everything's not going to be perfect. But knowing that your bad days like are compiled in your book, like, and they make you to who you need to be. I think that's what pushes me the most because on the hardest days, I know like later on, I'll be able to look back and be like, dang, I survived that. Like, yeah, well, what? like, come on, like that, that's OD. So that's really what pushes me. Just looking back on God's track record, especially in, yes, in this year, he had God undefeated, especially like I said, in 2020, COVID and stuff was going on. So in this year, when I have troubles and stuff like that, all it takes is for me to look back when I was in college and I got through that season, which I thought was like the lowest point. So if I got through that point, I know whatever else comes about. 
it's going to, God going to get me through. And I know it's all for a reason, just like molding me and shaping me. Big facts. Yeah. James 1, verse 2 and 3. Preach real quick. Go ahead. Mama, I'll just let them look it up. <laughs> let them look it I just up. Got to preach. Nah, I'm just saying, like that's where the endurance is built. Yeah, that's facts. But changes that need to be made as relations with God become more intimate. Your growth in God. Changes that need to be made as relations with God become more intimate. Want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Go ahead. So I feel like different. This is what I'm learning right now. So at first, building my relationship with God, I was treating God like a side piece. So I was mm. treating God like a I'll talk to you when I talk to you type thing, and that'd be it. Like, mm -hmm. not really like a main priority, not really something I look forward to every single day. Yeah. It's just more whenever I think about you, all right, man, I'm going to pray, I'm going to seek you, I'm going to read my Bible, whatever mm -hmm. I have to do. Or I'm going to read my one little verse for the day, my little verse of the day, <laughs> my day. Bible now, yeah, exactly, and that was it. <laughs> so, but now it's more like a, I, I know, like, with my relationship with God, I know I have to seek you every mm -hmm. single day. I know I have to pray and talk to you every single day, consult yeah. you with every single decision. I know I need to rest in you and to just make sure I'm not choking my spiritual okay. gifts out and everything because yeah. I know it's a purpose for every single spiritual gift that you mm -hmm. give me. I know it's a purpose with every single day. And if I'm not getting poured into by you, how am I going to be able to pour out to everybody that you're mm -hmm. calling me to? That's facts. So I feel like the the more you tap in with God, the more you get addicted to his presence. That's the other thing. When you feel his presence, it's gonna make you want it more yeah, and more every single you time. Want it. It's like a every it's like time. a high. They call it like bro, a, it's yeah. like a, it's spiritual, a spiritual, spiritual high. high. Yeah. Spiritual high, bro. That's better than any drug out there. Look, stay away from them drugs. Yeah, promise. <laughs> stay away from every drug but God. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's what like where growth comes in, where you start realizing that you want God more and more every single day. Mm -hmm. And that you need to take those necessary steps to make him a priority to where it's like a non-negotiable life. Yeah. Like I think it's Muslims, like, as soon as a certain time on the clock hit, stop what I'm doing, I'm praying. Yeah. We need to get to that point. Like, nah, that's I think it's a point where, that's like, facts. God, like, I don't care what's going on. I can be in the middle of traffic, whatever. Mm -hmm. Time to pray. Time to talk to you. What we doing? Nah, that's facts. And build to that point. They discipline. What? Yeah. Um, changes that need to be made as relations with God become more intimate. Uh, I would say, first, I would say your environment. So that's as facts. you become, like, closer with God, like, you'll see yourself... They call it a lonely walk, and you may not mean to like isolate yourself from friends and stuff like that. But as you get closer to God, He's gonna give you discernment to know who's really for you. And some people might be good people, but they just might not be on the same track that you're on. Mm -hmm. So God will literally separate the people, like, and it might not be no situation, it might not be no conflict, but God will kind of like separate you from the rest of them and send friends your way, like they are on the same path and have the same purpose and same reasoning. So I feel like definitely your environment, you're not gonna be able to keep going and doing the same things you used to do and being around the same people because it's really gonna, it's gonna dampen your spirit for real, for real, because especially when you outgrow it, when you outgrow it and then you get back around and you like, you're gonna feel like you don't fit in. That's the main thing. You're gonna feel like you don't fit in because they're still still doing the same old stuff and you kind of progress because God's taking you different. And it's not that you're better than them. It's not that you're perfect because we're all flawed. We're all sinners, but it's just the path you're going on. You're trying to be like Christ and they may not be on that path. So I would say your environment and your friends, just knowing um, you're set apart for a good use. And that's not a bad thing. Nah, that was good. And your lifestyle too. So old things that you may used to do the more you get closer to God, the more you're not going to want to do the same things that you was doing that mm -hmm. may have not been good for you. Facts. In a way. 
But yeah, and you may and you may fall. You may fall. May slip up. You may fall short. Cause that's that's a part, part of the walk with God. Nobody is perfect. But the good thing about God is that we have grace and mercy, like to be able to get up and try again. Like just keep trying again until you get it. And God is with you every step of the way, though. Most definitely. Is my question? Oh, you got yeah, another one. You. It's you. Um, two more. Two more. I said you want to do two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do bonuses. Let's. I'm gonna ask you a question. You I, ask me a question. I don't got a question. This off the dome. Yeah, this off the dome. Yeah, a lot. Okay, I'm gonna get a little personal here. I think my question for you, brother. Okay, so in five years, mm-hmm. what do you um, what would you see in a future partner, like as far as them having to be compatible with what God is calling you to do and your purpose? So like. How would you see that person? What would you want in that? What would you want in that person? That's, That's a good question. Great question. That is. Yeah, you I had like, to give your son juicy. Dang, I said five dang, years too. Yeah, like, dang, dang. For what I know about myself right now, because I'm still learning more about myself every single day and through experiences and everything. I feel like, my matter of fact, Ma and Mr. Shy have said this on they own um, on the podcast video. They they say? Basically saying how God will custom make somebody for you. Now that's fact. It's already proven. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I feel like. Whoever's compatible with me is going because I'm an outgoing person. I'm motivated all the time. I'm never really down, negative, any of that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that person has to be as loving as I am, yeah. as motivated and determined as I am, ambitious. Mm-hmm. All the regular traits that you would probably want in somebody, like the ambition, the drive, the hunger, the hustle, all that. Because that's me. The love, the care for people, the mm-hmm. compassion, all that. But to also be a billion percent. And God, Fact. knowing that God is the head of everything, knowing that if I'm not focused on God, it's a problem. Like mm-hmm. someone that's gonna be able to humble me, that's someone's gonna be able to correct me and make yeah. sure, and like let me know when I'm wrong, even if I feel like I'm, like I'm right. No, nah, like that's you need. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't need no yes man. Like I need nah, that's gonna tell me, like keep it a butt with me, but still do it in love to the point yeah. where it's like you gotta like lock in, like mm-hmm. make sure you tap in with God. Like if I'm out and I have a problem, did you pray about it? Facts. Not just like egging on. You need the that, yeah, yeah. Like did you pray about it? Did you talk to God about mm-hmm. it? Did you seek God about this, this, and this, so on and so forth? Are you making the, the wise decision? Are yeah. you like, are you, or are you bugging out? Mm-hmm. But different things like that, and just someone that can teach me something new about God every day, yeah. And I, I can actually learn from too, and grow with. Now that was good. You got one last question for me? Yeah. Out of all your trials in life, what was your biggest lesson? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a deep question no it really is a deep question my biggest lesson learned um mm. let me know somebody might need this now nah, somebody might need the holy spirit activation boy. <laughs> my biggest lesson learned in life through all my trials is i think my biggest lesson learned is that i would never i would never fit in Meaning, not in a bad way, but my biggest lesson learned is I will always get caught doing the wrong thing. I can never go be with um, the wrong people or do the wrong thing mm-hmm. and not get caught just because of what my calling is. Mm-hmm. So the biggest lesson learned is to stop running from it and just embrace it because the more you run from it, you're going to see more trials. And I think that's what I realized throughout my life, um, basically trying to run from who God was calling me to be. And mm-hmm. that's why I ran into more trouble and ran into stuff like that. So... 
learning that you'll never you'll never be like the crowd. It's like mm. you finally accept it. And it's not a bad, like I said, it's not a bad thing, but God is calling you to do something different. And you should look at it like, um, think about how highly God looks at you and thinks yeah. of you to even like call you or choose you for that task. So that's one of the biggest lessons I learned because I feel like every time I was kind of in a situation or a big situation I didn't think I was uh, going to get out of, it was kind of me putting myself in the situation. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like they could have been prevented. Of course, you do have trials of daily life and stuff does happen. Life happens. But most of the stuff I put myself into. So I feel like when I stopped trying to um, fit in and just be myself, mm-hmm. that's when like I it snapped in my head. It's like I'll never be like them. I can I can never be like them and they can't be me. It's like not called to be. Exactly. And it's not like I said, it's not like I'm better than them. They're not better than me. It's just God has me set apart for something specifically different. So that was my biggest takeaway. Just embrace you, embrace your calling, and it's okay not to fit in. That was good, my boy. Yeah. Hey okay. boy, you had me thinking for a sec. That's Lord. Go in the back of the brain. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that was episode. great. That was that was that's crazy. That was good. Yeah, that was Twin good. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Tap in, my boy. But yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. Appreciate all y'all questions. Everybody that slipped on the Instagram that typed up something. Thank you for the thank you for participating. Because now your stuff is gonna be on the podcast, yep. on YouTube video, and all that. So we appreciate y'all. Y'all asked some good questions, man. Nah, y'all was tapped in. Y'all was tapped in. Yeah. But this is episode one of season two. Yeah. We coming back with heat, better guests, better everything. Yeah, we're, we're back to our regularly scheduled program coming next episode. Be ready. We coming with heat, like he said. It's a word from God, and we about to just get right into it. It's going to be fun. About to have more words from God, yeah. more entrepreneurship, Facts. more business ideas, more financial literacy. Yeah. We're helping everybody out this time. Not fact. We're going to come with more knowledge, yeah. more, profe- more professionals that's actually in the, in the aspect of everything. Yeah, it ain't going to just be faith. You're going to be getting God with some education. Yeah, you know come what on, saying? both times. So, and it's, a, it's a double-double. You Too get a speak. win-win. So, tune in. Can't lose. Yeah. But without further ado, love y'all. Y'all be safe. Y'all be safe.